Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. guys we're here with the hollywood life podcast i am podcasting from my home and i see there's my co-anchor ali stagnita hi ali hi guys so happy to be here today well we're i'm happy to have you and we are both (laughs) very happy to have our very special guest today um somebody who's going to fill you in on a lot of very interesting crime cases welcome the legendary nancy grace Guys, thank you so much for inviting me. It really means a lot to me as we are launching season two of Oxygen's Injustice. I'm very grateful to you inviting me on. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we're thrilled to have you. Um, You are, um, you know, like I said, a legend. You're an icon. (laughs) um, And we want to know all about these cases that you are looking into this season on injustice because you focus on cases where you feel that there is injustice and um there's a a case that i've read a bit about that i'd love to get your opinion on that that will be covered this season and and then we want to hear about more so lori vallow she is a mom who is alive but her two children were found dead in her backyard and in under, I mean, that would be mysterious, I think under any circumstances, Um, but she kind of pretended that they had gone to live with relatives and suddenly they're found dead. What can you tell us about this case that you're looking into this season? I was very intrigued from the get-go when seven-year-old JJ and teen sister Tylee went missing. Cult mom, Lori Vallow, is at the center, the vortex of the many dead bodies surrounding her, including her two natural children. Uh, One child, an adult child has survived, uh, two ex-husbands dead under mysterious circumstances, and the wife of her current husband, Tammy Daybell, died in her sleep. Curiously, cult mom Lori Vallow ordered her wedding dress and wedding band on Amazon a few weeks before Tammy was found dead. So either she's clairvoyant or Mm. she's a killer. Uh, But back to the children, JJ and Tylee, after a long period of being hidden away, many people thought uh, in cult mom Lori Vallow's cult members' homes, their bodies were found, one dismembered and burned, in the backyard pet cemetery of her new husband, Chad Daybell. He is a doomsday culter. He's written about 25 books on the end of times, and he swore the earth was going to end July 22, 
2020. Man, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in their jail cells when July 22, 2020 came and passed. But after working with cult specialists, I learned that all the cult leader does is just spin the story. Oh, I had the information wrong or the Lord, dare I mention his name, changed his mind about the date and the followers believe it. The big question that we explore on oxygen's injustice is whether like many people believe, not me, but many people was cult mom Lori Vallow um, brainwashed was she orchestrated into the murder of her two children. And on that, I use a highly technical term, BS. <laughs> She's the mother of these two children. And I'm not going to buy for one minute that she lets a man in her life, a new man, I guess it's his husband, four or five. I think it's five, not judging. Um, I happen to be on a starter husband right now. I hope it's going <laughs> to last. I pray to God it does. But how does a mom allow herself to be talked into the murder of her children? I call that an accomplice to murder. I'm not buying it. So we're waiting for that case to proceed. Now, and didn't wow. she marry her cult leader husband two weeks after his previous wife had died? Also very suspicious. I didn't know about the wedding gown. Oh, yeah, believe it. And I think she ordered the uh, Amazon and it said she was searching for a beach, B-E-A-C-H, wedding dress. I think she actually used her ex-husband's account, Charles Vallow. But that aside, uh, I've got to delve into that and look at those uh, charges myself before I can really go out on a limb and say that. But sure enough, two weeks after Tammy Daybell dies in her sleep. her sleep. She was healthy as a horse. She was getting ready, training to run in a marathon. But she had become suspicious of her husband's relationship with cult mom Lori Vallow, did not like it one bit, and boop, she ends up dead. Vallow, uh, Daybell says he wakes up and his wife's just dead. And of course, in that jurisdiction, the closest kin decides that there's going to be an autopsy. And authorities just let Chad Dabo go, now nah, we don't want an autopsy, and accepted his word that she died in her sleep. Now, let, hold on just a moment. Not only did they get married, Chad Daybell and his lover, cult mom Lori Vallow, they got married two weeks later, but catch this. It takes me months to plan a trip. These two had their tickets to Hawaii, the wedding dress, his wedding outfit. She searched for that on Amazon, too. And they got married in a beach side ceremony. There's photos of them dressed in their clothes. They ordered on Amazon doing the hula. His wife had only been in the grave two weeks. So you're absolutely right. Yet again, Bonnie. Were the children at the wedding or had they already gone missing? They weren't missing. They're dead. They're dead. No, they were not at the wedding. They were already buried in Chad Daybell's backyard. How do I know this? because of pings, cell phone pings, that place, Lori Vallow's brother, also dead, Alex Cox, in Chad Daybell's backyard, clearly putting the bodies there. Now, how did you learn about this case, um, and how was it brought to your attention? You know, that's a really good question. Believe it or not, we get a lot of ideas from my Facebook at Crime Stories 
uh, and crimeonline.com. But I found out about this case when I first learned, I just read a wire that these two children were missing. And much as when Tot Moms, Casey Anthony's daughter, two-year-old daughter, Kelly, went missing, when I heard the circumstances surrounding JJ and Tylee being missing, I went, uh-uh, this isn't right. Something's wrong. The mom is lying. And boy, she led police and relatives on a wild goose chase. I talked to JJ and Tylee's grandma and grandpa, and they are the ones that sounded the alarm by asking for a welfare check on the children. When cops showed up, Colt Mamori Vallo said they were elsewhere. The cops left. They investigated what Lori Vallo had told them. It was all a lie. They went back the next day. Lori's, Lori Vallo's place was cleaned out. She was gone and had moved to another jurisdiction to elude police. So, I mean, under the law, a jury can consider flight as evidence mm -hmm. of guilt. Definitely. And, but she hasn't been charged with their murder yet. She's been charged with unrelated uh, crimes. Or She's been charged with tampering with evidence and other crimes leading up to the murder. So, you know, you've got to let justice unfold. I wonder why there are no murder charges just like you. I'm waiting for it to happen. I mean, you got two dead children's bodies uh, torn apart and, and tried to burn Tylee. Horrible. A lot of thought went into it. JJ was when the raid occurred pursuant to search warrant and when they got close to and started digging up the bodies he got in his car and tried to make a run for it sounds like he knew what they were going to find doesn't it does it sure does sounds very incriminating like it's and i think that with you drawing more attention to this case um i think there's going to be a lot of people watching along with you to find out what happens now do you want to tell us about another of the fascinating cases that you're investigating this season? Yes, there's so many. And uh, th this is the thing. We, I, the team at Oxygen, we literally went through, believe it or not, thousands of cases because we could only fit a, a certain number into season two. And it hurts me that there are so many cases that are reeking of injustice, that need a spotlight, that need a resolution, that need our help. One case I couldn't ignore. I kept getting Facebook messages at Crime Stories about a young Iraqi war vet that seemingly vanished in thin air. And after all he had been through a lot in Iraq for our country, for me, for you, he comes home to beautiful wife and their little girls and having all kinds of problems after what he saw in Iraq and what he lived through. And he couldn't find a job. Our war veteran couldn't get a job. He finally, after trying and trying, trying, gets a job at something like the Quick Trip. You know, the big gas stations and they have food inside and, you know, 
some, they're huge. So he gets a job at a quick trip and he goes religiously. So he's going in that direction um, and then he never comes home. And his mother and wife, who both, I consider them to be friends now, are told, he just left. He abandoned you. Can you imagine the children growing up thinking my dad just left me and the wife for the rest of her life wondering what, what happened? Was it my fault? What did I do? Well, when I walked into his mother's home, A, it was beautiful. You know, like when you, you can tell somebody took a lot of time to just, it looked like the inside of a magazine. And on her dining room table, this is going to make me start crying. She had laid out all these photo albums of her baby ever since he was born till he went away to Iraq, his wedding, her grandchildren. And she turned to a picture of him as a baby and started crying. And I knew right then I had to do something. The case was cold. Uh, cops had told the family he just left home and abandoned them. But I didn't believe it. I did not believe it. It was because of those Facebook messages that got that investigation started. And now here it is on Oxygen Injustice Season 2. You know, it's bittersweet. Well, did you find him? Is that how you we are going to have to watch <laughs> Thursday night at nine o'clock Eastern to get the answer to that young lady? <laughs> yes, you got our got our curiosity up. Good, Is it hard not to get emotionally invested in in these cases, or is being emotionally invested what makes you so good at your job? Well, A, I appreciate your compliment and your compliments earlier, but sadly, in this line of business, nobody goes home crowned Miss Congeniality. You make a lot of very bitter enemies for what I consider to be just telling the truth. Um, you know, you just reminded me of an interesting story. I can't say funny because at the time I was, I could literally feel my legs shaking. So it wasn't funny at the time. But I remember I was working on a case in the district attorney's office in inner city Atlanta. We had a huge, massive volume of, of violent crime. And I got heard the overhead, Nancy, come to my office. It was the elected DA. He was like a grandfather to me, longest serving DA at the time in history, like 37 years elected. I did not take the elevator. I ran down the back stairs on high heels at the time. Anyway, I dash in and go, what? And he was behind a newspaper and he said, do you think you're getting too personally involved in your cases? And I thought for about 10 seconds and I said, yes, sir. And he went, okay, that was it. And I waited for a few minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna run back up to my office. Literally, and I did run too, right up the stairs and those heels again. And I thought about it many times over the years uh, and I don't know where he got that report, but it was absolutely true. And I totally plead guilty. I would think that in a way you have to, because it to be, to get close to an investigation like this, like how can you divorce your emotions? Mm -hmm. And, 
and also because that's what I think also pushes you forward as an investigator when you're trying to find out what has happened. Well, there's two ways to do it, I, I think. You can either try to protect yourself because I remember a time when I had to, it was raining when I left the courthouse and it was the case of um, a two-year-old little girl that had been basically in a coma from child abuse her whole life. Yeah, just so. I had to pull over on the side of the road and cry. Yeah. I just did not think I could drive home. I couldn't see because of the rain. I couldn't see because I was crying. And it's not good to go into court when you're emotionally embroiled in a case because you have to think clearly and rid your mind of all emotions so you don't miss literally a single word that's being said because you want to object before the evidence comes in front of the jury. You've got to hear that question and understand where the other side is going before they get it out, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to, it's like a tennis match where you're back and forth and back and forth the whole time in front of a jury. So you've got to be on it 200%. I did not take that route. I could not disengage from what the victims had been through. And um, it also makes you attuned to them. Uh, for instance, I couldn't wait to meet the wife in this case. Because, of course, when somebody goes missing, you immediately look at the closest person to them. Statistically, that's who did it, whatever it may be. And the minute I started talking to her, I knew. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. She didn't have anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. So that left me with wondering, where is he and why? Now, can we ask you about a very controversial case that's been in the news and what you think about it and the charges, the Breonna Taylor case and the fact that no, one, no one's been charged with murder there or assault? There have been charges, mm -hmm. but they are not the charges that many people expected. I want to see the ballistics reports I want to see who fired, exactly who fired those bullets that killed Brianna Taylor. I believe Brianna was shot dead as she was lying down ostensibly asleep. But we can easily show that by the trajectory path of the bullets. For instance, did they enter the bottom of her feet and go up her leg? That would be a clear determination that she was lying down asleep. I want to look at the evidence. Also, we've heard that there was friendly fire. Really? 
I'd, I'd like to know all the facts and evidence. I can tell you this, whenever a civilian ends up dead in a police raid, something has gone horribly wrong. I don't need a grand jury to tell me that. Also, um, I presented to grand juries, I, I can't even count how many times, maybe two or three, 500, because you put up typically many cases in one day. And so when you're assigned to a grand jury for three months, you know, there's no telling how many cases you put up to a grand jury. My point is, Grand jurors are taken off the voter registration list typically because it shows they're in the appropriate jurisdiction. And there, it's not like a petit jury, petite jury of 12. There's 30, 40 people at a grand jury. And most of them are probably not lawyers. My point is they are given charges by the DA. That does not mean it's nefarious. The first thing before I learned grand jury presentation I was in indictments where you would take a file that thick, you'd read it and you go, okay, this is a, an armed robbery. This is a robbery. This is a kidnapping. This is a false imprisonment. And this is a theft. That's what I think the charges should be. That's what we're going to present to the grand jury. Those are the charges I picked out of this scenario. My point is this grand jury voted on the charges that were given to them on a silver platter. So I would like to know why only these charges were presented. If in fact that's true, I want to know the truth. Can I tell you another thing? I'd like to also revisit the case of Mr. Floyd, George Floyd, because I highly disagree with the charges in that case. I think all three cops need to be charged with murder. Why? Let's just pretend for a moment that we three go into a bank to rob it and we agree up front and nobody's going to get hurt. But then suddenly Bonnie gets a wild hair, pulls her gun, starts shooting, and kills the teller. Guess what? You and I are on the hook for murder. Why? Because a felony was occurring and a death ensued. Doesn't it mean that we meant to kill her, but she's dead. That is a felony murder. And as far as I'm concerned, in the felony of police brutality, someone dies, they're all three. They all three need to be in the same pot to stew together on murder charges. I think a lot of people would agree with you there. I mean, we all, we all saw the tapes. They all stood by. They all knew what he was doing. The, the officer with his- Exactly. They can't walk away from it now, but I'm afraid they may. Hey, we don't need their testimony that much, okay? I got an old saying. Sometimes you got to go to hell to get the witnesses to put the devil in jail. But in this case, we don't need those witnesses. We have video. Video. We can try them all together. Yeah. So what are next steps, do you think, for this case, for these cases? I think that there may very well be an independent investigation. You see that happen when largely because the public throws a fit and they will bring in the AG, the state AG, Attorney General Top Cop. And if that doesn't work, they'll bring in the feds, a federal investigation. I know, but who knows with under this uh, Attorney General whether that will happen. I don't know. True. Hey, I'm just a lawyer. I'm not a mind reader. Yes. I can only tell you what I know. But I, I, I think that very often you've got a really good point. 
uh, politically for political reasons, but in a case that's gained so much attention, I, I find it very difficult to believe it's going to be swept under the rug. That's not going to happen. The public won't let it happen. Now, Nancy, you also just released a book called Don't Be a Victim, um, which I absolutely love that title. Um, can you tell me just a little bit about what you know prompted you to write that? And I know um, it has some really great advice, especially you know in today's digital age, staying safe and, and just making sure that you really aren't the next victim. Yeah, now people don't really think about being attacked in a cyber way. They think of being attacked, you know, out on the street, a dark street, or, but that's why I think this is really important advice you're giving, particularly. You know what? I really appreciate you mentioning not only Oxygen and Justice Season 2, which is kicked off on Thursday nights, but this book. I have it right here because I was hoping you'd <laughs> ask me. I had it in my hands. I was prepared, which is 99% of winning. 99% perspiration, 1% inspiration. I was hoping it asked me, it took me two years to research and write, don't be a victim. All, A-L-L, my money is going to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And I have already sent them my first donation of $25,000 from the book. Um, I started writing the book not long after I met Phil Vetrano. He is the father of the Long Island jogger, Karina Vetrano, who was murdered. And I kept seeing the same scenario over and over and over. Lady goes jogging, lady attack, lady dead. And I just reported on it so many times. I thought, I just can't sit by and keep reporting on this without doing something. You know, when I was in court, I felt that I was doing something good. I would get one bad guy off the street. True, one at a time. That's not lightning speed. But at the end of every case, it was not a jubilation or celebration. It was, um, phew, okay, he's gone. Next case. Being on air, you don't know that you're really doing anything good. Sometimes, you know, I'll help find a missing child or a missing person or find evidence to help lead to a prosecution, help solve an unsolved homicide. But I kept reporting on the same type of cases and I wanted to know I did something to help people. So I started writing at Safe While Exercising. I quickly went to Safety for Your Children. For you, I have Safety While Exercising, Safety While Shopping, Safe in Parking Decks. Have you ever probably wrongly thought, hey, is that guy following me? Safe while you're in your car. Safe when you travel, be it to Mexico, abroad, or right here in the U.S. I was inspired by the Samantha Koenig murder, a young Alaskan barista kidnapped from her coffee stand, turns out by a serial killer, Israel Keys, who then bragged to people he would hunt his prey very often at campgrounds. Well, my family, my two children and my husband, I had big campers and big RVers. So I wrote, safe while camping and RVing, safe in hotels. Do I have to say Erin Andrews and what that beautiful woman endured all because of a peephole? How many home invasions do I have to cover? I uh, prosecuted personally the red rapist who terrorized the city of Atlanta. He always had the same MO. He would wait for 
hot weather and he would find a woman that lived alone, much like Golden State Killer would target his victims. He'd watch his victims and find a woman that would crack a window in her home and break in. Safe in your own home is a big chapter. Safe online, online dating, answering ads, buying and selling on Craigslist. Also for your children, 30 to 40% of child abductions and attempts occur on the way to school or home. Why? What can we do about it? Safe while you're shopping with them, when they're at playgrounds, at ballparks, and online. So I have a lot of safety tips. There's 350 pages plus of how to keep yourself and your family safe. Not to scare you. Yeah. To empower you to don't be a victim. Nancy, since so many women are out jogging right now because they're not going to gyms, can you just give us a couple of tips about how to keep safe while jogging? Absolutely. You know, I feel I first got to give, give a disclaimer. Why do women have to worry and men don't? Because it's because it's so often statistically a female victim. Yeah. Um, and people always say, oh, she was jogging in a jogging bra. Okay. What's the alternative? Not wearing a jogging bra. I mean, it's just crazy. But the reality is we are often the victims. A, don't go alone. If you don't have a jogging partner, find a group. If you can't find a group, take a dog. If you can't take a dog, take a device like your iPhone. Would track my iPhone. Uh, tell people that you're going. Even a text, hey, I'm going jogging X route. Speaking of routes, and I'm guilty of this, don't take the same route every day. I point out a case where a long distance runner, a female, would run the same 10 miles a day. And she was shot, no rape, no sex attack, no theft, by somebody that stalked her along her route. Way out in the middle of nowhere. He had to know that was her route. Change it up. Don't jog at night if you can help it. I jogged for years at night in inner city Atlanta and downtown Manhattan. I didn't take my own medicine, but that was so crazy. If you can help it, if you can help it, don't jog at night. Uh, if you are jogging at night, jog in a place where you know the route, where you know where there's a house or apartment or business you can run to if you feel like you're being followed. And always, always keep either mace, pepper spray, or a screamer, a device that you can click a button and it lets out an ungodly scream uh, that goes on and on and on to bring attention to yourself. I mean, I could go on forever. 350 plus pages of tips. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I now have some tips that I'm going to use. Oh, I've got so many more. Please get the book. The money's going to exploited children. You can't go wrong. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for talking to us. Everybody, 
tune in to Injustice on Oxygen Thursday nights at nine. That's that's Eastern, eight Central, and buy Nancy's book, and so that we can all be safer. And we are going to look forward to watching this season. Thank you so much. I'll see you Thursday night. Okay. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.